welcome to the first edition of the KCLFC Chat Show with me, Ben Brimfield. And me, Will Weston. Over the course of this season, we'll be bringing you a series of podcasts where we discuss the ins and outs of KCLFC life, including football and socials and anything else football related. So let's get on with the first show. So Broom, last year was a great year for the club. What were your personal highlights? Well, for me, there are two moments that stand out. One on a personal level, and one I think was just a great moment for everyone in the club. Do tell. Uh, so the first one I'll talk about is that varsity game. That infamous night where Owen Evans stepped up to the plate like no one ever has in history before. My hero. When that penalty was saved, I can't tell you, I don't think anyone in the club could tell you how good it felt charging onto the pitch. And just the whole the whole day was special. The flares beforehand, Roxy afterwards. It was all just a special day. Um, but yeah, for me, that standout moment when Owen just made that penalty save and everyone charging onto the pitch and mobbing each other and seeing all those UCL fans looking heartbroken. Uh, then the, I'd say the other moment for me on the personal level was uh, for the fours this year, getting to win the league, toe-punting the league winner. Right. It doesn't get much better than that, does it, boys and girls? <laughs> a lovely, crisp finish, straight off the end of my toe. Seals the deal, and you can't say any fairer than that. It was also a successful year in a few other ways. Will, what do you think about our year last year? There are a few other notable highlights, weren't there? I think the first team had a good year. Um, Alan Sellers obviously has done something mm. with the team. Um, what it is, I don't know, but something he has done. He's won the league, won varsity, and completed a treble over GKT, culminating at the McAdam final. But um, I think more importantly, the Fours won the league. Broom, is that right? Am I, think, I right in saying that? I think, speaking as a Fours player, oh yeah, you'd have to say that that was probably the highlight for the club. In many ways. I don't think anyone will forget it. No, definitely not. Least of all, one Chris Banks. He'll be, no doubt, crying himself to sleep. Dreaming of winning a league at KCLFC. Dream on, he can. Dream on, indeed. So, uh, obviously, last year was a great year. So, I guess now we have to look forward to next season and say, can we replicate that form? Can we do, like Man City this season, who obviously, 100 points last year, dominated the league, ran away with it. Can we replicate our form but push on? Likewise, City hoping to push on with their form in Europe. Can we enact that sort of positive results across the whole club? What do you think? Well, it's an interesting year for the club um, all around because what happens in the first team, I think, matters for the rest of the club. Um, just because they're on the front of the social media, they're on the front of all the magazines, mm. I just think... If the first team can replicate the form, I mean, what is the linchpin though? Let's get to the root of this problem. Is it Alan Sellers? It could be Alan Sellers. Having a coach at least makes so much difference. And when he has the pedigree of Alan Sellers, then... I think it's like I think it's a situation where he can put his arm around someone's shoulder. Mm. You know, it's like when he came in, it wasn't that he was a breath of fresh air. I just think because of his pedigree. Everyone looked at him and just stepped up the game. Mm, definitely. It, I don't think the start of the season was phenomenal, but that back end, for that sure. back end of the season for, for sure. the first team, absolutely phenomenal. And a steely nerve. Definitely. A steely nerve. I mean, the season started, obviously, every year, 
if you don't know, then KCLFC do a pre-season tournament between the teams. And obviously, so we get to play against the ones for the teams lower down. And it's such a great insight getting to see how the team set up, how they play. Although, admittedly, Alan Sellers was refing the game and maybe didn't give us a few of the decisions that he could have done. But, you know, that's all all in the past. And then, obviously, finishing the season in the way he did with Vast Team Macadam and... I don't, obviously, some of you were there, some of you weren't, but at the end of season dinner, he delivered a rousing poem that summarised his Quite feelings right. towards the season, towards KCLFC. And it's those sort of connections that you have between the players that I think really make the difference with the club and the manager. Yeah, Alan Sellers certainly did a fantastic job last season and... You can only expect him to push the club further forward next season, and well, with the rest well, of the players as well. Well, why not? And it'll be it'll be nice to see how the new group of freshers, obviously coming in, how the team bonds together, how he works with them. Um, it'll be great to see. I think with a manager as well, it's it, it's not only the case that it is a more put together outfit, but I think the players coming in will want to impress. Mm. The manager in trials, definitely, because it's the thing is there's a bit of rotation between the ones, twos, and threes for the first team. But I think if the players know that, and if they get a rapport with the manager, it, it's a two-way street. Mm. So if if the manager begins to get relationships within different teams, so not just the first team, the second team, the third team, he'll also know which positions cover which who's mm. available it's just it's more about it's like what Jurgen Klopp and Man City like well Pep Guardiola talks about right now in the Premier League is it's not 11 players anymore mm. I, and even for university teams not everyone the same 11 players aren't going to play every week well exactly I and can you tell get, you that you get so <laughs> much so much switching between teams like you get Fours players who who sometimes you're short in different teams, so people will move and play for the sixes or the fives, anything. There's so much rotation between teams in uni football that it's great that everyone knows that when they start off in trials, they are going to be getting that little eye from Alan Sellers. You might think, okay, well, it's fine. This week we're not going to have this key player on the right wing, but I saw that lad in Freshers. What a whippersnapper he was. Let's get him in. <laughs> yeah, it's Easy. the flexibility Sellers is going to be looking for. Yeah, he's not going to look at you at trials and know whether you're going to play in the first team after two two days of trials. Mm. He's not going to know whether you're good enough or not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we can try our best, and we're going to put you in a team that we think is best suited to you. Yeah, but that isn't to say that someone who was in the fives could then go and play Boston. We don't know because we've yeah. only seen you for two days. And it it does serve as such a powerful motivational tool as well. When you're playing your first game and you're thinking, well, fair enough, like, I'm in the ones, class, but you've got to remember, if I don't play well, then maybe there'll be someone in the threes who's playing really quality and he might be able to come in and do a better job. You never know. So that's, I guess, in a way, a good motivational tool and it works the other way. Yeah, and it, 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 it makes it seem like a more put-together outfit because it's like, I'm telling you, mate, when Sellers looks down his nose at you over his clipboard, you are going to want to up your game. Exactly. You are. It's just... I think if it's more, if it, it's even if it's not, it seems more veteran when you've got a first team manager, because yeah, also also it 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 kill it kills the bureaucracy in a way, because if one person's running all the tactics, then there's not infighting between the players who are also managers. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like if someone's if Sellers has got a bad idea, he owns up to. If he's got a good one, 
he owns up to it as well. Mm. He, and that's the way it should be run. And it's yeah. easy to go to that person and say, look, if you've got a problem with the, with the team, if you don't think someone's pulling the weight or you think someone's taking the mick, you can just be like, look, Alan, this is going on, this going on. And he's going to have a cohort of players, especially his captain he's going to be in contact with all the time. Obviously, yeah. So it's like there's a cohort of players, the Alan Hansen, the Jan Molby. Of course, know, the, of course. The, the spine of the team. He's gonna have. He's gonna have to have a good report. Report. Yeah. He's gonna have to have good communications. It, yeah. It'll just work better that way. I mean, yeah, that's the good thing about uni football as well. Is because you're playing with your mates, then you're never afraid to be like to say, "Look, mate, just if if someone is obviously like you say taking a mic, just to say you can do a bit more." And I can't, I can't tell you the amount of times I've been playing a game and I've looked over at Will Weston, puffing and panting, I've had to say to him, hey, you step up your game, son. And what does he do? He goes and scores a hat-trick. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, on a more serious note, I think that's true. I think there's something about university football that you don't get in the Sunday League, that you don't get in Saturday League. Because the people you're playing with are the people you're living with, are the people you're studying with, are the people you spending all your time with and you get such a communal feel such a club feel um exactly one of the next hot topics always is uh, is what the what, what's going to be the kit for the next year well well indeed a mole in the club has told me mm. that uh <clears throat> that um there's a few designs well always you'd expect there to be a few there's designs a few. but Namely, well, the big hitters, let's get them out of the way. Yeah, Nike yeah. and Adidas, they're, they're options. Of course, so the last two seasons, then we've had we had Adidas two years ago. Very nice kit. Uh, Adidas always producing that brilliant three stripes. Can't get enough of it. Iconic. Then the Nike as well, last season, tight fitting, which, uh, you know, a couple of times might show off a couple of lads' beer bellies. Fair enough. A few of them. A few of them. A few. But also, there's nothing better than seeing that mess, that muscular Seb McCarthy filling his shirt. Oh. It's just a it's just a sight for everyone. The opposition players, everyone can just get behind it. But so for this season, then obviously there's <laughs> there's the option for the Nike for the Adidas. But this year we're looking maybe a little bit different. So there's been there's been rumours of quite a nice Kappa kit, which you know popular in the Italian leagues, yeah, less so in the UK. But I mean, if you look at any of the Kappa retro kits, I mean there's something special. Those even those not, sleeves. I mean, oh, not, e- to be not even the retro ones though. The re- which are amazing. Mm. But you look at Napoli's this year. Oh, delightful. Maybe it's taken some inspiration from the retro one. Well, I mean, I'm not in any position to say. But, yeah. But it, it does look quite special. The new Napoli kit. And if I we mean, can recreate yeah. it anyway, we're playing red, not blue. That might be a challenge. But exactly. A black trim instead of white. Red and black instead of blue there's, and white. That there's be... plenty to be decided. Isn't Time to move on to something else that's going to be new for the season, which is uh, transfers, if you will. So, you know, we've been a bit quiet on the transfer front, obviously. We've not been getting in many big signings, but, you know, it's always important to strengthen, and trials is a big part of that. But then, obviously, so last year, the fours, we managed to get in a good, a good bunch of three Spanish lads. Some of them had played before, some of them hadn't. Um, who would, would come in for the season and that European contingent in the middle of the park was such a critical factor for us setting the season going and obviously Kings is a big international uni so you're always going to get that so hopefully we're looking for some big name international transfers coming in I think last year 
having that continental centre to that to that raw, crisp English edge. Absolutely. I think just obviously a dash of Welsh. How? But yeah, but, I would describe it is you've got your nice English cut of beef. Yeah. Splendid. But what are you going to have with that? A nice glass of red. And where's that red coming from? A full-bodied. Full-bodied from the continent. And you can't say fairer than that. So that'll be an interesting one, seeing who we get in. It's always great to see in trials what always. sort of players Always, remember, in. trials is very important. Maybe this is a bit of a rallying cry for people who are thinking of joining, but you've got to remember your opportunities are endless at trials. And mm. this is because we got a keeper in our first year, the fifth team who I played for, we had... Owen join us from GKT and GKT didn't want him. Mm. And what S- happens but end of second year. Oh, I don't think I'll ever get over that save. I just, I just don't think I will. And and the thing is, what you gotta remember is that last year Owen wasn't the one's keeper. He was predominantly the force keeper. We had a couple of injuries, a couple of dropouts. And Owen said, Fair enough, I'll step up to the plate and I'll play for the ones. Bear in mind, at the same time as playing for the fours. And did he step up to the plane? Did he indeed, as we've said before. I mean, it was it was a magical save. But you the, but the important thing more. is, it was, obviously that penalty save was glamorous and just the, the cherry on the icing on the cake, but he was just such a consistent performer that, again, yeah. you, we're I always... I wouldn't want to do down any of Owen's work as well. Like I'm not saying to any trialist that if you join one of the lower teams in Kings, you're not going to be a varsity player unless you put the work in. And Owen is the type of guy to... He's a grafter. He, he, yeah, he, lo- and he, he loves, loves football. He loves Yeah, yeah he loves absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, this is this is a big thing, transfers, I think, this season. A lot of goal, a lot of goalkeepers, I think, is the aim for us. Yeah, um, definitely. Let's talk about it from our perspective now, not the trialists. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, from our perspective, we're, you're always looking for that specialist position because they're always more difficult to fill, which is goalkeepers. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a problem that pretty much every uni team has. I can't remember a couple of weeks going by where we had a game and it wasn't against a team where the keeper just looked like he just cobbled himself together. It was pulling on kit that clearly wasn't his. And then it shoot, and then it's, it's shoot on sight. <laughs> Okay, so we've discussed everything we loved about last year. We've discussed some of the new things that are coming up next year, including trials and football kits. So, yeah, uh, that's been the first episode of the KCLFC Chat Show. If you enjoyed it, be sure to follow us on our Instagram at KCL Football or like us on Facebook. Again, just search KCL Football, King's College London Football will come up. And, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. I've been Ben. I've been Will. And, uh, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thank you.